Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag Healthy You, Wealthy You. Good morning to everybody out there. This is Adol Kozilski and I'm so pleased that you are joining me Today for another chat on the Healthy You, Wealthy You uh, show, we have an incredible show. I have got a, um, a guest that we've had before, Taryn Cochlin, who's part of the Transformation Clinic, a nutritionist. And we are going to be discussing the very, very interesting topic and, and, and probably most topical thing around of how we can boost our immunity during coronavirus. There is just... So much around people are scrambling and, you know, trying to swallow as much vitamin C and vitamin D um, and uh, and zinc and all sorts of things. We're going to try clarify today from a, a, a more natural way how you can look after your immunity, how you can boost it during this time. And as always, we would love to welcome your questions, your comments. You can SMS us. On 34519, we've got a telegram number 061-895-1019. And be part of the conversation. This is about conversation, as always. Um, I emphasize on the show that um, I am not a doctor. I am not any, I'm not a medical practitioner. I'm just somebody simple who's like looking at things differently and seeing how um, we can maintain our health on a more natural level. Unfortunately, today my co-host Fagi is not with us, but for good things, she is celebrating a simcha. And so a shout out to Fagi, a mazel tov, mazel tov. Um, there should be lots of nachas and, and good things um, on your family, and we should only celebrate with good things. So if you're wanting to participate, please um, please don't be shy. As everybody knows, Fagi and I also run a WhatsApp group. Thank God it's grown exponentially. We have close on 123 people on the group. Um, if you'd like to join this WhatsApp group, you can send an email to info at chaifm.com. Give us your name, give us your cell number, and we will gladly join you. And today we're actually quite excited because this last week, um, we were running a challenge, Fagi and myself challenged each other of what did we do different and what are we doing different during lockdown. And after we gave a couple of ideas, we opened up the chat group, the WhatsApp group. And wow, we were absolutely blown away uh, about what people are doing and how they are looking at changing their lives. Um, we gave a little bit of a challenge just to get people going, we've got three vouchers of 150 rand each to take a lot. And uh, I'm going to announce the three winners at the end of the show. So stay tuned. Uh, there's a lot happening. Catch the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern every Wednesdays at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. only on 101.9 High FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Fagy Stern. Welcome everybody to our show. As I said today, we have got Taryn Hochlin, um, who has got a, a practice called the Transformation Clinic. 
Taryn is a functional medicine um, practitioner, meaning that she looks at you holistically and she treats you primarily through diet and nutrition, but also looking at various components that fit into that, um, whether it is from a genetic point of view, um, from a metabolic point of view. She has given many talks around the country on various topics to schools, organizations and other health professionals. And um, she really is a, an overall um, a lady who like looks at you in, in a, a very, very holistic way. And this is really one of the things that we're trying to emphasize on our show. So without further ado, Taryn, welcome back to our show. We're very excited to have you here. Good morning, Adol. Morning, morning. Right. We are going to, we're going to discuss the topic of how we can uh, raise our immunity, assist our immunity, um, during this coronavirus time, we are in the the surge of coronas, coronavirus figures. Um, they're quite staggering. Um, it's quite fearful. But for me, I know um, that if one is armed with, with 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 logic, one is armed with information. One can do a lot to assist oneself. So let's kick off. I think where where, where we should kick off is probably um, one of the things that's been emphasised. Uh, across the world, uh, here as well in South Africa, and uh, when any, anybody's trying to understand coronavirus, they keep on saying that, you know, you're in danger if you have a comorbidity, and when they're talking about comorbidities, they're talking specifically about hypertension and about diabetes. So can you, like, take us through why those two comorbidities in particular Okay, Adel, I think that um, this is a good place to start. But what I want to explain to you is that there are what they found with this virus is there are two things that really, really matter. One is how you actually control your stress hormone, and the other is how you control your blood sugar levels. So diabetes comes into this, blood pressure comes into this, cardiovascular disease comes into this. And we know that people are under an incredible amount of stress in this country at the moment. Not only is it the economy, it's the corona, it's, it's a million things. We've had a very cold winter. Um, everyone's rushing out to buy supplements and things like that, over-medicating as far as I'm concerned. But if we can control our cortisol levels, if we can manage our cortisol levels. Now, what is a cortisol? What is your cortisol level? It's actually known as your stress hormone. And so, you go into a fight or flight situation when you are stressed. Um, and what that does is it actually decreases your level of lymphocytes in the body, which are actually there to actually help your immune cells kill off viruses. Um, not only that, it suppresses the immune system, but also suppresses the digestive system, the reproductive system, and increases your blood sugar, increases your heart rate, increases your mental focus. So it constantly keeps you in this level of being hypervigilant. Um, and this in itself will increase your blood sugar levels. And the more you increase your blood sugar levels, the more your cortisol goes out. The more you increase your blood sugar levels again, the more your, your food becomes a problem. So when you're in a stress situation, you are just going to turn to sugars and carbs. I mean, how many people during this lockdown took up baking? Um, how many people started making cookies and cakes and sweets and puddings? Um, I have a local little veggie shop down the road, and she says that her bakery section has gone up almost sixfold during the virus because people are rushing out to buy all of these sugars 
Now, what I, I found sugar, is sugar, sugar is, a, is, is a comfort food, right? Feel, feel good. Absolutely, absolutely. And so they found that that people with high blood sugar levels are four times higher um, um, uh, at risk, um, or even actually more than that, of having complications um, when they enter. You know, they always look at blood sugar levels when they come into the hospital. And people with these elevated blood sugar levels are more at risk for actually uh, passing away, more at risk for um, more admissions, more admissions for predicting how corona is actually going to, to um, affect them. So... What is extremely important here is how do we manage our stress levels and at the same time, how do we stabilize our blood sugar levels? So, you know, one of the ways, I don't want to get too technical um, with regard to this, but um, th this virus infects these cells and, and what they do is they attach these um, to the surface of cells and it's this um, receptor, we call it an ACE2 receptor, um, needs um, a sugar molecule to bind it to the cell. So the more circulating sugar you have in your system, um, and especially this goes for diabetics and diabetes 2 and, and insulin resistant patients, is that um, it puts you at a high risk for developing um, complications. You kind of, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're kind of enabling um, yeah. the virus just simply because you've got all of these sugar molecules, you know, around your blood, through your blood. Is that correct? Absolutely. The more sugar that's circulating in the body, it's um, it's actually almost encouraging, um, you know, these receptors to attach themselves and cause problems. So your diet is incredibly important here. Mm. You know, what are you doing to stabilize your blood sugars? What what, what is it? Is it a, a thing of the 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 cart the, the the cart before the horse or the horse before the cart? Where do you start, or is it simultaneous? Meaning. Should if if I'm in a vulnerable position, you know, um, what what is it that we need to look at? Do we need to look at my stress levels and say, okay, I need to get rid of my stress because that automatically is going to have a thing? Or should I be looking at my diet, or should I be doing both? Like they're they're on an equal par. Yeah, I think that the most important thing is to stabilize your blood sugar levels. Um, very, very important because if you can't stabilize your blood sugar levels, you're not going to stabilize your stress. So um, trying to manage your stress when your blood sugar levels are unstable and you've got these hypoglycemic dips and you, you're crashing and running, running for your sugars all the time is also going to increase your cortisol level. So from my point of view, from a nutrition point of view, um, balancing your, your blood sugar levels is actually extremely important. Um, and what I've seen is the more stable your blood sugar levels are, the more stable your cortisol level is. So um, if you wake up in the morning and you you jump into the carbohydrates and the coffees and things like that, you will end up with a, another dip later on in the afternoon, especially that 2.30 to 4 o'clock. And what are you going to do? You're going to pick up more sugar. So um, And then you go into another dip and then you don't sleep well at night and you wake up tired in the morning. The more tired you are, the more stressed you become. And then, you know, um, when you are in these dips, you become more anxious, more irritable, and, and everything gets blown out of proportion. Right. And right. so your stress levels increase. So it's, it's, it's this vicious cycle that actually goes on. And I really try and stabilize my clients' blood sugar levels. And the first thing they notice is how their mood changes, how right. their energy changes. And, and some things that seem 
so bad are not as bad. You know, we, we blow things out of proportion. We only seeing the negative nowadays. So we're turning to sugars to make us feel better. But we know at ultimately end of the day, they don't make us feel better. They make us tired. They make us irritable. This is a very, very interesting conversation and I think a very, very important conversation. If you'd like to be part of the conversation or if you have any questions for Taryn, please feel free on 34519 or 061-895-1019. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Peggy Stern. We're talking to Taryn Cochlin, a nutritionist, and we're speaking about the importance of stabilizing your blood sugars. Maybe, Taryn, you know, I guess for people, and just, that's just the way we've been brought up and we've never really thought about it, you No, know, wake up in the morning and, you know, have your cereals, have your bread and your toast or you know, um, do all of those things. Maybe take us through what you would see as a uh, a good day where we are stabilizing our, our our sugars. What should we be eating? How should we be starting our days? How often should we be eating? And what should we be eating in the course of the days to keep our our blood sugar levels level and 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 not spiking them? Okay, I think. Also, let's look at how we can um, help our immune system during this time with the corona. And so um, I'm going to talk about the foods that will also help us uh, as well as stabilizing our blood sugar levels. So one of the things is um, we've got to look at how many more antioxidants we can get into our diet every day. So the, the, the big place that you find antioxidants is in colored vegetables um, and fruit. And so if you want to stabilize your blood sugar levels, you don't want too much fruit. You don't want too many high-calorie cereals and things like that. So I tend to go and try, and I always say to my clients, tell me how much more color you can get in your life. How much more color can you get in your in your eating every single day? Fill your plate with color. So people sometimes can't get the breakfasts that, that I, I like my clients to have, but I do like them to have protein for breakfast. I do want them to... to um, Fill their plate, not a large plate, a small plate, with some good protein, some good fats, like your avos, and try and get in some form of vegetables. And I know a lot of people think, oh, my gosh, I could never do that. But funny enough, the people that complain the most are the ones that actually get it right. And um, having a good protein breakfast is the way to start because you cannot stabilize your blood sugar levels with um, with sugars and you know and carbs and things like that. And make proteins for people. Give people ideas of proteins. Well, um, you know, proteins can be anything from beans and lentils to having your chicken and your fish and your um, your homemade hamburger patty for breakfast. Um, you know, those are the, there are many types of carbs. You've also got the, um, um, proteins, so you can even use quinoa and um, balance it out with some good fats and um, you know, adding in your um, veggies or otherwise making some kind of quinoa porridge um, with your almond milks and things like that. So there are various ways of actually getting that protein in. So if you're vegan or vegetarian or uh, a meat eater, there's always something for you um, that you can have. 
Um, I have to for, chime in here. I have to chime in here because um, I'm one of your followers, and you're whipping me into into uh, into shape. I've got to say that the first time that yes, you told me, you know, you can go have a piece of chicken or have some protein for breakfast. It it it. I think it's an assault just on the way that we've been brought up. You know, everybody associates. Um, you know, breakfast with, with with the sugary stuff and the carbohydrate stuff. And you're right; it, it takes it takes a change of mind. But honestly, when you start eating properly and you do have the veggies, the protein, and the the fat in the morning, like I know now that um, you know you can I, I can go for a long while and not feel hungry, feel good, feel very focused, and and very 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 productive. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the first things you said to me, that breakfast has made such a difference. Um, You've just got to get your head around changing that. Um, We've been sort of lulled into this whole advertising thing of cereals and more cereals, and and they they give us our fiber and our get-up-and-go and, you know, all of these, but they contain an incredible amount of hidden sugars. So for someone that's insulin resistant or diabetes too, they know or they should know that um, those are the worst things to do because all you're doing is feeding one sugar and you're giving it to another. You know what I mean? You're actually just um, creating this culture of sugar, sugar, sugar. And the more sugar you have, the more sugar you want. So, I mean, how often do you open a box of rusks or something and you say, I'm just going to have one? Yes, and, and then finish the whole box. <laughs> <laughs> or, or people say to me, I, I, there's no ways I can have one piece of chocolate. I have to have the whole slab. Um, we can't stop when we have sugar. But when you have a good protein with a good fat, it actually immediately takes that sugar craving away and balances your blood sugars. So from a COVID point of view, from an immune point of view, is if you can dampen your blood sugar levels and keep them stable, you are you are dampening inflammation. And um, that's why these comorbidities are such a big problem because cardiovascular disease, blood pressure, any kind of autoimmune diabetes, these are inflammations in your body. And so the more inflammation you got, got in your body, the higher risk you are for, unfortunately, for deaths and things with regard to corona yeah. and getting incredibly ill. Let's talk about smoothies because one of the things that we had on um, our WhatsApp group is like when I, when myself and Faggy challenged each other, one of the things I posted is that I'm smoothieing away. Um, let's just talk about those smoothies because I found those to be incredibly helpful and powerful um, as like just stoppers in between your breakfast, your lunch, your supper, um, and also managing just to keep you you going, you know, and and keeping things at an even kill. What can you throw? What do you suggest throwing into things like smoothies? Okay, just to go back on one thing you said is remember that that afternoon is when you get that energy dip, that 2.30 to 4 o'clock. So you want to make sure that you're not having a snack or something at that time of day. You actually want to have another good protein meal over there mm-hmm. between 2.30 and 4 o'clock. And, and if you have that good protein meal, you will find that you will not um, crave anything. But with regard to smoothies, smoothies are really nice to have sort of after your good breakfast at 10 o'clock and maybe again at 1 o'clock and then picking up on a good protein meal. A lot of people think of smoothies as um, or throwing lots of almond milk and coconut milk and tons of fruit into it and maybe a little handful of, of, of spinach. Um, mm. Most people do not see smoothies as those pumped-up green smoothies that you want. 
Um, now, those are the things that you want to be having instead of a whole lot of supplements. Um, if you have a good green smoothie with um, your kales and your spinaches and parsley and lots of your, your green herbs in it, um, plus a little bit of ABBA to activate the vitamin K and the vitamin A to be able to move it into your bloodstream, um, your lemon and your ginger and adding all of these things and in some fruit as well, is that you have got a powerhouse um, to boost your immune system there. Um, it's not high calorie, um, but has everything you need in it. You've got vitamin C, you've got vitamin A, you've got vitamin K, you've got you've got your tons of those vitamins that you um, instead of taking them in supplement form, you're actually getting them to a smoothie. So make your smoothie your multivitamin, your antioxidant, your everything. Um, and it could become your um, well, it is mine. It's it's my um, get up and go every day. Um, and sometimes I can have up to four to five smoothies in a day um, because I'm trying to keep my immune system strong. Right. So, uh, let's 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 talk about these supplements because you did mention something in a sense controversial because you try to go get some vitamin C or vitamin D, um, you know, at the at the pharmacies and everybody is sold out because obviously there's been a swoop, there's been a lot of talk even even in the allopathic world that how important it is to have vitamin D, vitamin C. Um, you I know sit on a the other side of the fence and um, are, are saying, listen, we're over supplementing ourselves. Um, we're not necessarily absorbing it. Just can we like expand on this a little bit more so that people actually understand the place for supplements and you know how to navigate our, our, our way through this? Mm. You know, I, I get so many calls from my clients say, Taryn, please send me six zinc and six of these and six of that. The thing is that there are certain supplements that are quite difficult to actually get in, in the form of, of food. One of them is vitamin D. So um, that is something that you would have to supplement. Um, but again, um, taking extremely high levels of vitamin D, you've also got to make sure that you're not, um, you're not creating a toxic situation. So when you go to the doctor, just test your vitamin D levels and make sure that they're not above 60, 70. They can go up to 80 now with the coronavirus. I must be careful what I say there. Um, but, um, you want to make sure that you've got optimal levels of them. Um, what, because sorry, vitamin what did you say is optimal? 80 to 90? Well, you know that in in this country they say that your okay level is around about thirty. Um, mm -hmm. I like to keep my clients up around about sixty, um, even seventy sometimes, depending on what what um, the problems they've got. But just to go and take tons and tons of vitamin D supplements without actually knowing where you're sitting. Another one is zinc. You know, if you over supplement on zinc, it can cause an incredible amount of digestive problems. Um, and also it, um, it creates imbalance with copper. Now zinc and copper work together. So, you know, rather go and look at where you would find zinc, how you can increase your zinc content. Zinc is found a lot in your uh, nuts and things. It's also found in, um, your animal products. Um, not so much in your plant-based products. So, um, there, you know, you've, you've just got to have that fine line. Vitamin C, you can also get, in a great combination in a lot of your vegetables and fruits. Um, well, certainly now, certainly in the citrus, now that we're very citrusy in the winter, you know, we don't have like the amount of fruit that we normally have summer. Surely like having, you know, nachi, the, the nachis, the clementines, the, the, the oranges, those things are, um, what, what else? The, the kiwi fruit. 
I mean, I don't want to have these worst-case scenarios, but a lot of people, um, and we see it a lot in the Jewish community, they suffer from from um, uh, sort of like, I won't say hemochromatosis, but, you know, this overload of iron. They also do suffer a lot from uh, comorbidities in terms of diabetes, high blood pressure and things. Um, so when you're taking vitamin C, you're increasing your iron levels by up to 30 to 40%. So if you go and you don't know that you've got an overload of iron, and you just keep on pumping in this vitamin C, you could be doing damage somewhere else. So right. take a small dose of vitamin C. There's no problem in taking some vitamin C and some zinc and things like it. But have a look at how you can actually put those into your food. Look at mm. what you can put into um, your um, – a lot of the herbs have high levels of vitamin C. A lot of your leafy greens are also high in vitamin C. Um, so look at how you can use your food, one, to stabilize your blood sugar levels, but secondly also how you can get a lot of this in. Um, the, can I ask you, you something, know, though? Like how if, – if if one is listening to this and, and, and hearing it and, 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 excuse the pun, trying to digest it and saying, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Is the only way to check your vitamin C, vitamin D – Zinc levels is to have a blood test. Is, is is that the only way to find out where you're holding? I think that, you know, you just got to um, know where your iron levels are sitting, where your ferritin is sitting. Um, and, and we know that ferritin can go up with inflammation as well. So, so people with high inflammation often have high levels of ferritin. But the um, the main thing is to find out your vitamin D levels. I think that is very important. Mm. And uh, uh, th- that is, you know... Um, is one of the things to make sure that you're not overdosing and also overdosing on zinc. You know, don't so, overdose on zinc. So blood um, test, that's the only way you can find out, really. Yeah. And um, so this is why food is so important, you know, to actually um, start looking at – it's easy. Google is out there, you know. Look at – you want to pick up vitamin C, so Google vitamin, vitamin C in vegetables. Um, mm. Where can I pick up zinc? Where can I so start um, start investing in your health by learning a bit more about these things, um, and and another thing that we have to talk about, and I spoke about in a previous talk to this, is that a lot of these vitamins and minerals, if you do not have a good microbiome, you won't be absorbing them anyway, um, and it's often better to get them in a food um, because taking these high doses, they um, you, if you don't have good gut flora, you will not absorb a lot of your minerals. You will not absorb a lot of these vitamins. So, as I mentioned before, vitamin B and vitamin K actually need good gut flora to be able to be utilized and manufactured properly. So, again, um, for me, with my clients, is how do I look after myself during COVID? You heal your gut. You eat the proper foods. Um, and and start actually taking ownership of your health and not running to this chem and grabbing every Carenza C and, and fizzy drink, which all these fizzy effervescents are extremely high in sugar. 
So, you know, I think people need to start taking ownership of their health. It's such it's such an irony, you know. I, I remember like about a month into um, us going into lockdown, um, I watched a webinar just just kind of like came onto my feed on Facebook of a guy was interviewing a doctor, um, a professor, whatever, some really, really big doctor in Cape Town um, who was involved in immunology and, and, you know, they were talking about the coronavirus and how it develops, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, it was very much brought from a medical point of view, but he's, the doctor said something very, very interesting um, that, like, struck me at, towards the end of that conversation. He went and said that, you know, now that we're, we're, we're preparing for the corona, um, people are in lockdown, and we're looking at the vulnerable of society, he said, like, kudos to the government for, you know, wanting to help send food packages to, um, you know, those that are most vulnerable so that they, they, they can have food and they can remain alive and be sustained. But he said the contents of the food packages is not going to make them better. It's actually going to make them worse because what do they stick in those food product, uh, food packages? White flour, the milly meal, the coke, the bread, whatever it was, the, the cereal. He said, all you're doing is you're pushing up the sugars, you're pushing up the carbs, and you're not giving p- people the proper nutrition that they need in order to fight the coronavirus. And that was like a, a big, like, aha moment for me because, you know, I think that as a society we've got things upside down. Yeah. I think also we've given away our power to um, too many other people with regard to our nutrition. Um, and um, there's a pull for everything nowadays, um, and the only people that benefit from it um, are the people that are selling it. Um, people just don't want to put an effort into the nutrition, but they're quite prepared to spend a fortune on tablets. Um, you know, and and that for me doesn't make sense because um, you are nothing without your health. Um, you're nothing without your nutrition. So um, people need to really be held accountable personally for this. Um, you're never too tired. You're never too busy to actually fuel yourself properly. And and that's what people are I see it in my office. You know, I'm too busy to do this. Taryn, this is far too hard. I can't do it. Taryn, um, you know, um, there's no way I've got time for this. I don't like cooking. And the thing is, you've actually given away your power to the medical industry. Absolutely. And, that, that, that for me, this is raw, raw. And really, this is why... Faggy and I started this healthy you, wealthy you, like, you know, movement and, you know, um, trying to bring that message out there because I think, you know, I think one of the, the most important lessons, if I would rename Corona or COVID-19, I would call it the um, responsible virus because that's what this virus is trying to teach us is mm. that we need to start becoming personally responsible on many levels. Um, and that in and of itself is a, uh, discussion, but uh, from from a physical level, we need to be responsible for our health. We are, as you've said, we've given our power away. We just want instant gratification. If I've got a headache, let me swallow two panado, or worse, you know, if I can't sleep, let me take a sleeping tablet. If I'm stressed, let me just take, you know, something, or depressed, let me just take X, Y, Z, and we're not asking the questions, why am I like this? Because our bodies are actually fantastic, um, intricate Machines that can work very, very well and help us live healthy lives if we actually feed it what, what it needs. I want to know what you, 
out there are, are, are thinking about. Do you have any questions? Do you have any comments? Because this is a very, very, probably one of the most important conversations that um, need to be had um, in the long term. Our SMS is 34519. We are also are on Telegram on 061-895-1019. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Fagy Stern. We're discussing nutrition and we're discussing immunity and how to um, actually maximize our ability to fight this virus and remain healthy. One of the things, Taryn, that um, we had a lot of discussion on our WhatsApp group this, uh, this, this, this past week was sprouts and sprouting and, and, you know, how we can incorporate that. Can we touch a little bit on it? Because I promised the ladies that I would get the professional opinion. Um, Peggy and I showed everybody how to grow it, but what is, what, what does sprouts do for us and how do we incorporate that into our diets? Okay. Um, it's become quite a big thing, um, with regard to sprouts and I think it's also very under, uh, utilized because people again don't want to spend the time actually sprouting. So, um, that, that is, and they rush to the shops and actually buy it. But one of the things we must actually say before we even start on this is that if you do buy sprouts or you do have sprouts, um, you, you want to make sure you actually wash them very well before eating them. Um, because they do and um, can carry a lot of things like E. coli and salmonella and stuff like that. That's um, if you buy it from, that's if you buy it from the shops. A buy from sprouts, and even even if you have your sprouts that are sitting in water, you know some people leave them sitting in water too long, and um, you know. But the, there's a great benefit to actually having sprouts, and you can just sprout just about anything nowadays. You can sprout quinoa, you can sprout beans, lentils, alfalfa, um, broccoli sprouts, radish sprouts. Um, there's nothing you can't sprout. One of the things you must know is try and get if you're going to go for seed, try and get organic seeds that have not been um, and beans and that have not been irradiated because they will not sprout properly. And the fresher, the better. Um, make sure that you. That you where, know, where do you get all of these things? You just go to a a, a health shop or a, a, a veggie and fruit fruit shop. Yeah, go to those as well. Um, you sometimes can buy them online. I know in the States you can just about get everything. And my client in the States, my one client, that she buys all of these things online. It's so easy. It's a bit more difficult for us to do them here. But um, if you see that your sprouts aren't sprouting very well, then just try and just throw them away and actually, um, you know, um, find better then. Um You've got to source them, organic sprouts, and they are, I think there's something called Living Seed. There's a company that you can actually um, uh, go and we can look this up a lot more. I do sprout. I don't sprout as much as I should, but um, you can do it. I have sprouted broccoli seeds. I have sprouted radish seeds. I have sprouted quinoa. Um, so, yes, um, and you can make all sorts of meals with them, which is great. And so, so what do you do? Like, is there, is there an amount that you should be having on, on, you know, with, with your meal or is it just like just take a handful and throw it over your salad? Can you throw, is it good to throw into your smoothie? Like when you like, you know, zacking it up? For my vegans and, and vegetarians, I often say to them, just take these big handfuls of, of sprouts and actually throw them into your smoothie. Um, you can throw them on your salads. Um, I actually make a, a sprouted mungi bean curry. 
Um, so you can actually do anything with these sprites so that you can do with something else. Um, throw them into stir fries and that. And this is another way that um, when you sprout, you actually increase the 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 um, nutritional density and, and bring out these high levels of amino acids in these sprouts. Um, and so, you again, what are you getting in your vitamin K, your vitamin C, your magnesium, your folate? You're actually getting all of these things in your sprouts as well. So this is another area that you can you can use to actually improve your immune system and also to um, – you could also use sprouts to stabilize your blood sugar levels, you know. Um, a dollop of, of your hummus with your sprouts and some avo, absolutely delicious, you mm. know, that's a meat itself, you know. Uh, we've um, just got a comment that somebody said here, I've taken multivitamins and supplements for years because yeah. I can't be sure of the quality of the soil vegetables and the, uh, and the fruits. Um, if the soil isn't well fed, then the, the, the foods that grow aren't healthy. And surely there should be then that place for, 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 you know, for the supplements. What's your comment on that? Of course, you know, um, there's a massive place for supplements, but not over supplementing. Um, and another thing is don't say on the same supplements year in and year out. It's like having the same, um, moisturizer on your skin for 10 years and you never change it. Nothing, you know, you, you want to up the ante all the time. So don't always stick to the same thing and just covering on the soil and that. Um, I work right across the board with people that are very low income group um, or somebody with a very high income. And now the average person can't afford to buy organic. They can't afford to buy a whole lot of these supplements. And I have seen people. Um, so I'll give you an ex- if I can quickly give you an example is I had a young girl that came from Ferenkin, um, 22 years old, diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis eating a very bad, what we call America, good American diet. And um, she was just living off fast food, basically, cheap fast food. And I put onto an MS protocol and I say to her, I don't care where you buy your vegetables. They can be from the street corner. They can be from pick and pay. They can be from checkers, the veggie shop. I, I don't care. But you buy them and you, you go onto this protocol. This young girl ran with this and she mm. bought what she could. And this you cannot believe how this woman is healed. Um, she's back working um, a little half-day job. She's exercising. She's Her immune system has really been amazing. She is healthy um, apart from the MS. But um, this girl didn't have money. She, she didn't have all of that supplements or anything. I just use food. So there is benefit. Um, not everything we buy from the shops is dead. There's absolutely an incredible amount of benefits still in the in the food that we can buy from an ordinary vegetable shop or something like that. But right. if you've got the money to and afford to have supplements, then definitely have supplements. Um, but you can work well, alone. Or definitely have organic. Like that would be better than the supplements. Ultimately, it is. But also, organic is very seasonal. So um, you may not be able to get a great variety unless you grow it yourself. I grow all my own vegetables. I'm very, very blessed to be able to grow every single one of my veggies. But the average person doesn't. Um, and this is another area we should be looking at. We all can grow vegetables on our balconies, in pots and things like this. We don't need to have a massive vegetable garden. Um, okay. So food is first. If you're relying on supplements as first, that's all wrong. Right, right. And I, I think 
I think uh, that, that that is really what the you know the, the truth is is that we can do a lot ourselves, and I think that that's yeah. again something we've been exploring on our WhatsApp group. I've just got a, a another uh, comment over here uh, from Ruth. She said you can get broccoli sprouts and others at Bryanston Organic Market. It's open on Thursdays, so you know there is a. There, there, there is one out outlet. This, this has really, really been fantastic. And I think, Tara, at the end, the bottom line of it all, I think, is that what Corona is coming to teach us the other day um, on the Howard Feldman show, I called it the Minister of Education. <laughs> That's what I think the coronavirus yeah. is. It's the Minister of Education is that it's coming to educate us that, uh, you know, number one, as we said before, we need to be responsible. And yeah. B, that we actually must stop just you know, like looking at the outside to see how the outside can fix us being the inside. We just need to fix the inside and then the outside would be much better. Exactly. Look after the inside and the outside will look after itself. Um, and that's very important. And also, just very quickly, finances. You know, people's finances are very stretched at the moment. And so, again, a lot of people cannot afford supplements. So if you can use food, um, the good old chicken soup, you know, that's chicken soup. Good old chicken soup there, ladies. Uh, you know, um, cook your chicken soup instead of four hours, cook it for eight hours. Get all that beautiful collagen out. Get all those amino acids out. That, those are the things that keep your chest open, that, that feed your immunity. Don't go and buy a whole lot of expensive collagen powders. You can get it in your food. Um, Absolutely. You know, and save money nowadays. You know, we can't be endlessly spending. Um, we need to be conserving our finances. You know, it's one of the biggest stresses we have at the moment, apart from of coronavirus, is, is finances. Love it. This is being very holistic and very, very, very informative. And Taryn, I have to say thank you again for bringing your wisdom, your common sense, and and the tremendous knowledge that you have to the wider community. I, for myself, am grateful. And I know for many, many people listening out there that this this has really been literally a breath of fresh air and, you know, something that is that is that is doable. We are going to go for a bit of an ad break. And when we get back, guess what? We are going to be announcing um, our three winners and what they what they did and uh, what actually tickled um our, our, our fancy and then becoming the winners of our WhatsApp group competition. So stay tuned. We'll be back very soon. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. And so it's competition time and um, I, I really feel bad that I'm announcing it without uh, our Faggy. Got, got Faggy's blessing, but uh, I know Faggy will be listening later. We opened up our WhatsApp group and asked um, you ladies out there, and, and not only ladies, anybody who's part of our WhatsApp group, um, you know, what did you do or what are you doing during um, this lockdown that's making a difference in your life? And I have to stay at the outset, categorically, unequivocally, every single person who had the guts to post on our WhatsApp group, each and every single one of you, kudos, yasha kayak, well done. Um, each and every single one of you have 
started changing your lives and started doing things differently. And really, as I said, I think that's what this lockdown is all about, um, educating ourselves that we can look at life differently and we can take steps to live healthier, um, more fulfilled, connected lives. So for me and for Fagi and for everybody that's joining us on this journey, every single one of you is a winner and certainly and um, even though there are going to be three people announced now, and um, every one of you actually deserves a prize. So how did we judge further? We actually looked at um, whatever you were doing and seeing if you were taking it even the extra mile. So these are the three winners, and I will um, announce them now. We looked in the field of creativity. Lots of you are doing amazing things, tapestries and knitting and sewing and absolutely beautiful. Um, our first prize goes to Brenda Trope. And why Brenda Trope? Because not only are you knitting, but you've created a group of other friends uh, called Warm the World, headed by Judge Therese Wiener. And you are taking your knitting to another level in that not only are you knitting, but you are attending Shurim and webinars of interest. You're opening up your mind and there is a spin-off to um, the underprivileged. So well done, Brenda. Uh, a Take-A-Lot voucher is coming your way. Then um, one other, uh, another person that, that, that stuck out, again, lots of us are exercising and, and moving around, and we are going to give a, a gift voucher to Simone Jubila. Why? Because you pushed yourself beyond yourself, not only from exercise, and what really caught our attention is that you realize that exercise actually also has to do with mental health. And uh, you went out, you know, beyond yourself and really, really pushed yourself. So well done for uh, doing the five-kilometer run. Um, and incredible. I know for myself, I said to Faggy, that for me is an inspiration because one of the things that I haven't done um, is a is, ex is exercise. And finally, on, on a third note, um, we are going to give our third prize to Monica Wolfson. Monica, you've done a lot of what everybody else um, has done, but what I loved about you is that you have created an interactive shul um, in your house where, where you've got a, a collaborative uh, sense in, in your family and that, gee, after two years that you managed to declutter your entire home and I kind of like imagine that, you know, your home's had in a complete overall. So those are our three winner, uh, winners, Brenda Trobe, Monica Wolfson, and Simone Jubila. And just now, as we are talking now, Taryn, thank you. Taryn is going to be adding to that, and she is going to give away a free consultation. I'm going to collaborate more offline, and I will um, put that onto our WhatsApp group, and we will make some other um competition away, and we will be giving that away. Again, Taryn, thank you very much for being here, for sharing your knowledge, for giving somebody out there, a lucky uh, person, a free consultation. And, uh, you know, let's hope that as we move along, we'll become healthier and healthier. Thank you again. Thank you, Adel. Great. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll be back this time next week with another Healthy You, Wealthy You show.